It's gonna be fun. How how was your week? How was how's the hospital? It's good. Um, it's still going gangbusters. Uh, yeah, haven't I bet. yeah haven't hit the peak yet for coronavirus. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, hanging in there though. Everyone seems to be hanging in there and doing a good job. That's good. Everyone's got. And you're working spirits. from home. I'm working and from that's home. Going, that's going okay. That's going well for me, but well for good. Eric too. <clears throat> good. So that's good news. Um, that is good. Yeah, eating a lot of like homemade food and being healthy and making bread and all that jazz. Nice. Yeah. 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 Making the most of you, it, Matt. You got to. You got to. Yeah, we're eating pretty pretty healthy. I mean, not eating out is a really. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, it turns out you, you save a lot of money and you, you eat money. fairly healthy. <laughs> and you eat way healthier than you would have. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So that's good, I guess. But Eric's going a little stir crazy. I'm sure. I'm, I I think everyone's going a little stir crazy. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've hit that point yet. But I'm sure I will. Yeah. Yeah. It's not it's not too bad yet for us. I, I, I think I'm kind of a homebody anyway. I don't particularly like going out or doing things or seeing people <laughs> or interacting with human beings <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> that's that's right out i hate that shit <laughs> i thought i thought this was a pretty appropriate movie it was um, for the times i was like ooh, accidental um <laughs> accidental on the nose pick here that was so on the nose as soon as I started watching it, I was like, oh my god, wait, why did we choose to watch this movie? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was I like, was this thing. a bad idea? Yeah, yeah. I had I had moment of um <laughs> exact same thing. Like, oh no, too too real, too, too soon. real. Too yeah. soon. <laughs> empty streets and like um uh just just the just the empty streets was very triggering right out right out the top. Oh hundred percent um, agree. <laughs> it was because, uh, uh I mean, and the other thing, I mean, and we'll we'll get into it. I, but like, this movie does a really good job of looking like mega realistic. Oh I yeah, the filming. Like, we got we got to talk about the filming. You probably know yeah. more about that than I do. Uh, well, I, no more no more than any Wikipedia reader of <laughs> the century would. But um, yeah, we'll talk. Well, maybe let's maybe let's dive into it. Um, here, let me pull up my script. Um, so I don't forget my line. Oh, it's the same line as it always is. Uh, <laughs> welcome to Spooky Scary with Matt and Ginny. I'm Matt. I'm Ginny, and today we're reviewing and talking about 2002's 28 Days Later, directed by Danny Boyle from a script by Alex Garland. Yeah, Danny Boyle. He's done he's done a bunch of movies. He did Train Spotting. Um, he did Slumdog Millionaire. That's right. I uh, recognize his name. I think was yeah, this his I, first horror movie though. Um. Maybe there he's the, there's a movie he did previous prior to this. Um, let me pull it up here. Uh, Shallow Grave. Oh, I've seen that one. Shallow Grave is a good one. <clears throat> I have not seen it. It's not. I don't think it. I wouldn't qualify as a traditional horror movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, black comedy crime film. I guess. Yes. What yes. A brief description of it says here. Um, interesting. Cool. Yeah, Danny Boyle. I mean, he's a he's a hell of a director. Yes, he did a great job with this movie. 
Oh, he did this. Yeah, this movie is this movie's excellent. I don't know. I mean, what do you want? Yeah, you know, it's it's great. Um, I saw this. I did see this in the theaters. I remember seeing this in theaters, and uh, it's it was it was effective. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, it was also like post nine eleven. Uh, though right. it was filmed, it was filmed pre nine eleven, but it was released uh, post nine eleven, so it was pretty, uh, pretty raw. I think um, for for a lot of viewers. Yeah, that really. You're right. That was a real America's crisis turning point, mm-hmm. kind of. Yeah. Well, it was. You know, yeah, certainly a modern one, and uh, and now we're in the midst of another one. As I was saying, uh, yeah, and here's another one. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought I thought this movie was was banging. I thought this was a real banger. Oh yeah, good. I liked it when it came out. I liked it when I rewatched it. Yep, agreed. I had not seen it since I uh, first saw it, but I, it it was fun to re rewatch because I had some weird. I, I remembered some weird moments of this movie, and and we'll talk about them. But um, s- some some images stuck with me, and some. <laughs> Some other moments stuck with me. Sure. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm a hundred percent sure. I didn't quite remember like how things played out until I was mm-hmm. watching it, and I was like, "Oh, right, 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 right. This happens next, and then this happens next." And yeah, yeah. I I forgot. I I kind of remember the first half of the movie. It's 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 basically like two movies, right? There's, yeah. There's the first half, and then there's the second half because uh, they're both quite different. And I remember much of the first half. And the second half, I I had totally forgotten about. Really? Um, yeah, I don't know why or how, but I didn't I didn't remember why the military guys were such dicks. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, that's <laughs> or fair. Or why they were bad? I I just didn't remember that, and uh, it was I was like, whoa, yeah. Oh, I remember um, the military guys. I remember they were. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, I would call them probably the ultimate bad guys in this movie. Well, this is this, and I think you said this maybe in one of our more recent episodes that uh, monsters are way less scary than people. people. Yeah, people are way scarier than monsters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and that certainly was uh, pretty rang pretty true for this movie. I think. Oh as well. yeah, yeah, the dark side of humanity. Yes, and also men are horrible. This is true. Well, at least these men were. <laughs> mm, yeah. Some Many, of these. Yeah. Some of them were. Yeah. Yeah, if you put yeah. Anyway, um, well, let's uh, maybe let's let's uh, read through this story because it's a pretty it's a good yarn. I thought it's a pretty oh yeah pretty fun fun movie. Well developed. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. Should I kick it off? Yeah. Yeah. Give give it a give us a start here. So a highly contagious rage-inducing virus is unleashed in Great Britain after a group of animal liberation activists attempt to free chimpanzees infected with the virus in Cambridge, spreading quickly among the populace and resulting in societal collapse. So right out the bat, you got PETA versus scientists. PETA versus scientists. The scientists are like, don't do that. And PETA's like, we're freeing the monkeys, man. Yeah, we're freeing the monkeys. Bad idea. And, uh, bad idea. These monkeys aren't um, aren't the nice monkeys. No, they're mean monkeys. <laughs> yeah. And so then they immediately start killing people, and the people oh. start killing people, and then it begins. Then, then it all all collapses. It all collapses. Uh, so 28 days after the initial outbreak, 
Bicycle courier Jim awakens from a coma in St. Thomas's Hospital in London, where he discovers the city is deserted. Also, the weirdest shot, like, why is he naked in that bed? All right, they're right. Uh, I wrote dick, dick alert, dick My alert, dick radar, your dick, dick radar. radar also, I was like, it's weird because nobody leaves, like, no matter what kind of crisis situation you're in, nobody mm-hmm. leaves a guy lying naked, like, you're still in a hospital gown. Well, maybe it's different in in London. I don't know. Anyway, I don't know. Anyway, I did. I did that. That didn't. That didn't ring untrue for me personally. But I also don't work in hospitals, uh, and <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> I well, I haven't worked in a hospital in like a you know societal collapse situation. So maybe. <laughs> yeah. So maybe. Anyway, so he wakes up and he's wandering around, and it's. Totally surreal. It did make me wonder how they filmed this because they got like the streets mm-hmm. of London to be a hundred percent deserted. Yeah, we'll we'll talk. Okay. We'll talk about it. They did they did talk about this in this entry, and it is pretty interesting. Yeah, that's it's pretty cool. So he's just wandering mm-hmm. through. He's not doing what I would do if I mm-hmm. woke up in the situation. Like I would immediately start like scavenging for real food and like trying to make well, shelter. He- and he's just kind of like I don't know what the hell is going on. Well, he's he's sort of wandering. He's collecting like cans of Pepsi. <laughs> yes, he's got a plastic bag um, of Pepsi. Right, right, and um, and I think he raids like a vending machine, um, briefly. Yes, but, but he's wandering through the city. Besides that, um, so he's wandering. Well, he's trying to figure out what's going on because he has no he has no idea of what has happened, and and the street it's totally empty, and it's it's very creepy and really surreal looking. Yeah, and he's finding newspapers that are like, oh, evacuate now, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So, okay, so he's wandering through London. He finds signs of catastrophe, and he's eventually attacked by humans infected by the virus, but rescued by survivors Selena and Mark. The two inform Jim about the virus, which is believed to have spread wor- worldwide. At Jim's request, the group travels to his parents' house in Deptford, where he learns they committed suicide. That was sad. It was sad. Also, I found it pretty believable. Yeah. I feel I feel like this would be a common thing. Yeah, they just uh, committed for, suicide. They fell asleep with his the, picture yeah. on their chest. Yeah. Yeah, and he um he picks up a note that they have written that they have left for him and the last line of it is just says don't wake up. Exactly. And I was like, oh, that gave me chills cuz I was like that is scary. That is a really Ugh, yeah, rough, exactly. Rough. Like what? Yeah, it's really well done. Yeah, it's well done. Uh, that night, Jim wanders around the house kitchen. He lights up a candle, unwittingly attracting two infected neighbors who charge at Jim through the window. In the ensuing struggle, Mark accidentally slashes himself in the arm with the knife he used during the attack. And Selena kills him before he turns. I didn't even oh. see that part. I thought he had gotten bit or something. Yeah, I thought he'd gotten bit, but this this kind of makes sense. Um, uh, I didn't. Yeah, and that was that was rough. That's tough because once you get infected, it takes seconds to turn into to, just. Yeah, this, she's like ten to twenty seconds. Right, right, and it's really, really rough. He's like, wait. One second. And, and she's and like, she just, she just machetes the shit out of that guy. Oh, my God. Rough. 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 And so Selena is just kind of like a badass, right? Like, she yeah. has survived for a month, and it sucks. And she's yeah. willing to do, like, whatever it takes just to get out alive. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, she's great. She's 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 pretty awesome. And then Jim, the main character that we're following here is a um um Cillian Murphy. Yeah. He's a great actor. I love anything he does. He's he's awesome. He's and, really uh, good in this. Yeah, and he's really properly emaciated looking. It looks like he's been, you know, in the hospital for a month without any food or whatever. Yeah. Um he's he he looks properly emaciated. Um Okay, after leaving the house, Jim and Selena encounter cab driver Frank and his daughter Hannah at Balfron Tower. It's just a it's just a high rise of of apartment buildings. Frank informs Jim and Selena that uh, of a military broadcast offering protection to survivors at a blockade uh, near Manchester. With supplies dwindling, and with them resorting to drinking water from the fish aquarium. Frank asks them to accompany him and Hannah to the blockade. They accept, and the group boards Frank's cab to Manchester, becoming close with each other during the trip. Um, so, yeah, and there's some pretty intense scenes. Mm-hmm. There's, like, a, a tunnel scene. Oh, the tunnel scene is scary. Yeah, that's really scary. And all you see are just distant shadows of, of, the, of these, like, dozens of infected just running towards them. It's really, really, really builds attention really well. Also, when they meet the, the this family in the tower, they're they're being chased by two infected people that are just clamoring up the stairs, and and the the, the running zombie thing is really effective. And yes, running zombies I, are unusual. Oh, they they are unusual, and it it's just ugh, it's soups soups scary. They're surprisingly um, fast. Yeah. And on their way here, they they raid a um, um, a grocery store. They have fun um, times. They have good times. Yeah, it's a nice little time. It's also there's also a weird nightmare sequence that Jim has. It's kind of kind of odd. Um, uh, okay, when they reach the blockade, however, they find it seemingly deserted, and then Frank is infected when a drop of blood falls into his eye from a dead body. The soldiers arrive soon afterwards and kill Frank. Oh, they just poor sort of Frank. pop up at Oh, Brendan Gleeson too is 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 Frank and he is also a great actor. He's uh he's in a bunch of English movies, but he's he's in Braveheart. Um, he's great. He's awesome and and you really like him and you're really bummed to see him go. Um, and Jim's about to kill him. Yeah. Yeah, but then these soldiers pop up and kill him. Yep. Which is, um, this is this is a the, one of the parts of the movie that I remember very clearly from the theater, and has an has an unfortunate distinction in my memory as having one of the worst line deliveries of all time. It's when Hannah. It's it's after Frank is is shot. Hannah, his daughter, is just like, Dad. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get that part either. I was like, why is she saying dad? Like, like, your dad is clearly very dead. He's been shot like 17 times. Right. And I mean, there's a there's a delivery of that line that makes sense where she's like, dad, or like, you know, she's distraught or whatever. Yeah, or but she's, she's mourning it's, him. Right. But it's almost like she delivers the line of like, dad, stop embarrassing me. It's just like, I'm like, what the fuck delivery was this? She's gonna have a Freddy from me. Oh! But this young, this young actor, I was not impressed. I was not impressed. She had a weird. I just kind of was able to tune her out because I like Selena and Jim so much. Everybody else in the movie is great. 
<laughs> yes, she. You're right. You're right. She was not like the highlight of the movie, and she could have added a lot no. more depth into the movie, but she really didn't contribute. She did not. <laughs> I love it. I love harsh. Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah. Well, that's fine. I'm sure she's an adult by now because it's been like 17 years. So this was also her last movie. Was this her last movie? This was like her second movie, and it was her last movie. That so. makes sense. I did say I was like I did think to myself I was like I've never seen her in anything else. No. Yep. There's a reason. Yep. <laughs> Fair. Fair. Um, okay, so the remaining survivors are taken to a fortified mansion under the command of Major Henry West. However, the safety promised by the soldiers turns out to be false when Rest reveals to Jim that the broadcast was intended to lure female survivors into sexual slavery. Whoa. Whoa. Sharp left turn. Yeah, yeah you're like, oh, great. They, they found the, the barricade. Oh, they're going to be saved. Everything's going to be just fine. Nope. No. Also, like, how is that your plan to survive the apocalypse? Well, they're going to, like, repopulate the world. But, I mean, like, <laughs> you could probably find some ladies who want to do that instead of making it a sexual slavery kind of position, you know? Yeah, well, these are these are, these are um, bad dudes. These are bad dudes. These are bad. These are not hero soldiers. These guys are the worst. Yeah, these guys suck. Yep, so Jim refuses to be complicit with the soldier's plan, and he attempts to escape with Selena and Helen, and Selena, sorry, Selena and Hannah, but they are stopped by West's men. One of the soldiers, Sergeant Farrell, dissents and tries to help the trio, but both he and Jim are locked up and are to be executed the next morning. Farrell explains to Jim his theory that Britain has been quarantined and the rest of the world remains uninfected. Yeah, this was a um, an interesting turn or an interesting point in yeah. the movie because you're like oh wait yeah what is going on outside of britain yeah um, you don't know yeah. you've been led to believe by selena and mark that everything is infected but right but nobody knows because this is this this is gone in just four short weeks um this has gone from what the hell is going on to nightmare scenario um this is what happens when you have shitty governments in place yeah yeah <laughs> as we're learning now just like now. Um, yep, yep, just like right now. Anyway, so, yeah, this movie felt super um, <laughs> relevant. Yes. Anyway, um, the next morning, uh, Jim and Farrell are marched out to an infected mass grave. Uh, however, Jim hides and escapes after Farrell distracts their executioners. By dying. Uh, he just yeah. hides into the in the dead bodies. Uh, while fleeing, Jim notices a plane streaming overhead and realizes that Farrell's theory is correct. Meanwhile, Selena and Hannah are forcibly stripped and abused by West's men. Jim returns to the blockade and sounds the air raid siren. After tricking West into leaving the mansion, Jim sneaks around and stealthily kills one of West's men. Uh, West attempts to flee, but finds his Land Rover to be sabotaged by Jim just as the infected begin to arrive at the blockade. Knowing more will come, West runs back to the mansion. <laughs> yeah, lot, lots going on here. Mm -hmm. Jim returns to the, mansion, to the mansion in time to release Private Mailer, an infected soldier kept chained for observation, resulting in the infection and mutilation of half of West's men. 
and it's all it's like raining outside there's a big yes. storm happening the music's and, great yeah the music's really like indie and and crazy and and then yeah this 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 private mailer guy he's like just they just chained him up in the backyard and it's kind of kind of brutal but jim releases him into the dark mansion and just a slaughter ensues yeah jim selena and hannah attempt to leave in frank's cab but find west in the back seat west shoots jim hannah retaliates by putting the cab in reverse allowing mailer to grab west through the rear rear window and kill him and then the three survivors escape from the mansion um i thought at this moment jim was going to be dead we can talk about that yeah well we will we will um yeah so so hannah does kind of uh redeem herself Yeah, a little bit also i was like would that really happen like how did she know mailer was right there well yeah i mean i i i think you can assume that these infected will be anywhere that there's noise so you know she just she just plays her cards right takes takes a risk gets that guy killed gets him killed killed. it's a good it's a good uh death for that son of a bitch exactly that bastard uh so another 28 days later jim recovers at a remote cottage while the infected are shown dying of starvation oh just before a finnish fighter jet flies overhead i didn't even realize they were finnish yeah i I didn't either jim selena and hannah unfurl a huge cloth letter o completing the word hello instead of hell (laughs) (laughs) um the three survivors optimistically watch the jet feeling fairly confident it spotted them right i what hello seems like too long Yes. I mean, I think that somebody had originally put hell out there and they decided to kind of spruce it up and make it sound a little <laughs> bit better. And so they're like, hello. Oh, you think that's what, oh, yes. maybe, maybe, oh, maybe that, maybe so. Yes. I, I think thought that. they had just uh, constructed a, a a big hello. No, I think, no. I think the last letter was the only one they put on there. Oh, that that's interesting. That makes, that actually makes more sense. Yeah. Because otherwise, how depressing. Yeah. Yeah. This has a great. What, what, somebody, somebody it, it, towards the end of the movie dies. I think Jim kills a guy with the uh, with the old thumb in the eyes. Oh yeah, um, he gouged out his eyes. That's a Brutal. that is an all timer. That is an all timer. I, I, anytime that happens in a movie, it just makes me. Oh God, that's a brutal. Yeah, one. Yeah, and they show it, and yeah, yeah. That's kind of feeds into my hot take too. Cool, cool. Yeah, I mean, lots lots to discuss with this movie, uh, and uh, we can talk more about how they did some of these um, effects and things. Maybe we'll talk about that. I was going to say, do you have anything for the ending? Because I read online uh-huh. that the original ending was different. Yeah, there's a, so there's a, there were apparently three alternate endings for this movie, all with Jim dying. Exactly. Because yeah. to be honest, like he got shot in the middle of an apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I kind of thought Jim would be dead too. Yeah, I thought he'd be toast. Um, I, I don't. I, it's 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 a happy ending. Um, it's um, I'm fine with the ending. I don't. I, I'm not mad about it. I like the ending. Yeah, yeah, I, I like the ending too. I think if he had died, the, the you know, we all would have been pissed at the movie. We would not have wanted to rewatch it. Maybe, maybe there there, there are. I mean, it's 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 already a fairly bleak, disturbing movie. 
there's no real reason to have him die at the end other than to just make your audience feel like shit. Yes. And that's so apparently I what think... Danny Boyle said, too. He was like, it's already oh, a really? really rough ride. So <laughs> it seems kind of unfair to kill Jim at the end. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I that 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 rings true for me. I th- th- there there was a early in the movie. I, I, I like right off the right. The, the first images you see are like, you know, monkeys watching violent television yes, or something. Yes. And that's why they get this rage or whatever. And I right when this movie starts, I, I kind of like rolled my eyes. Oh, I was yeah. like, oh, this this old bullshit again. I was like, I don't buy it. But then really quickly it tur- turned around for me. Um I don't know why I told that story, but you know, um, all this is to say, like this movie um, felt formulaic for like a moment, and then became a, just a really wildly original and, yes. and thoughtful, pretty damn scary movie. Yeah, they transcended. Um, they definitely did some new yeah. and different things. Yeah, yeah, it, it 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 was quite innovative and and quite good. So. Um, anyway, lots more to talk about here. So maybe we'll take a quick, quick break, break. And then we will come back for some segments and takes and um, cool. all of that. All right. We'll be right back. And we're back. We are back um, for the second half of this episode. Jenny, you got a hot take for us? Yeah, I got a, I got a hot take. I got an interpretive take. Got a little philosophical here. Go off. Well, so Jim, super nice guy, probably hasn't killed people before he woke up in a post-apocalyptic situation. You know, he, it's kind of his fault. He kind of gets Mark killed by lighting that stupid candle. Mm, yeah, he, he fucks up a little bit. Fucks up a little bit. But then, and he kills that kid who's infected who attacks him in the gas station. Right, we didn't, it didn't, the, the, the Wikipedia entry glossed over that, but there was a, 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 a kid killing. It was a little boy killing, but he kind of had to. But then oh, by, yeah, yeah. by the end, I mean, Stone Cold Killer. He kills off like seven soldiers. Mm-hmm. Him or being either directly or indirectly responsible for that. Either letting the infected kill the soldiers or directly killing the soldiers like in the last scene. Mm. And so you see Selena kind of freak out because she doesn't know if he's infected or not because he's just going around like brutally murdering people. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember she's like, oh, my God, are you infected? She almost kills him with a machete. Mm -hmm. So really the question is, I mean, are people worse than the infected? Mm -hmm. Because even Jim, given the right circumstances, turned from this nice guy who's like, we got to protect people and stay together and stick with humans, Mm. ends up killing a lot of people. He does. And it's kind of like, was that justified? Like, is it justified? Because your your two lady friends were gonna be sold into sexual slavery to like kill all these people. Yes, I, I think so. <laughs> I think I think the answer is yes. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it doesn't make him any less of a killer. I mean, he's still like a stone no. cold killer. 
Yeah, I mean, but he was put into that position. He was put into that situation. This is true. Yeah. But then but it I also, it, yeah. Yeah, but your your larger question is is, um, uh, you know, is a good one. Is killing are, ever justified? Yeah, and are are humans terrible? <laughs> yeah, and are human beings terrible? Mm -hmm. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. Mm. I mean, yeah, no, so of course not, not always. And uh, these soldiers are are unique in their dickishness. They really lost their way, yeah, and they really did a great job of making them huge dicks. Mm -hmm. You know, like it's not like there was like one lovable character who was like, "No, don't do that to them." And said, like, all of these, like, 19-year-old guys were like, yeah, this is a great idea. Yeah. Not yeah, real, I mean, not realistic, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I thought it, I, I found it kind of realistic. I, I, I can, men, when they're left to their own devices and are, you know, when you have boys with guns and they're being told by their commander that it is their job now to repopulate the world you know these women better get on board you know quick you know and and i i can you know i it's like it's like one 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 guy in a fraternity isn't necessarily a bad dude yeah when you put all of those men in a house living together at the age of young 20 something Suddenly, they become monsters. <laughs> you know? Yes. Well, yeah. And, bad behavior. Yeah. Kind of bleeds uh, over. For yeah. some, it's not everybody. Not everybody. Not, not everybody, but but enough so that there, you know, there there are reputations that are earned. You know, and yeah. uh, um, sort of uh, stereotypes that are true, and I think. I don't know. I found this kind of believable that that, that this would happen, um, and sort of the the darker angels would emerge, and um, to I don't know the, the to this to this yeah. extreme. Uh, but I I would I don't know. I it was it's it's a rough it's a rough movie. <laughs> it is. It is. It's a very dark movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's a dark movie. Jim turns pretty dark. So I'm just saying, you know, he he's a killer by the end of it. Even though we all like him, we all think he's a cool guy. He is a stone cold killer. Totally. Totally. Anyway, that's my hot take. I, yeah. Sorry. And I, I feel like I kind of um, uh, no. jumped in there and, and talked. No, much, Matt. I wanted to hear your opinion. That's the well, point of this podcast. Sure. Sure. I, but I agree. I agree with you. I, um, he does. It, it, there is a transformation of of the main character that is startling to behold, but also, um, you know, I, I I buy it. I thought it was really, really interesting. Yeah, I um, buy it too. So a little bit a little bit more about this movie. Um, so there are parts of London that they film in this in the beginning where Jim's just walking around, um, like Westminster Bridge, Piccadilly Circus, Horse Guards Parade, and Oxford Street. Um, to depict these locations as desolate, the film crew closed off sections of the streets for only minutes at a time, Whoa. usually early in the morning before sunrise on Sundays, 
and they would typically have about 45 minutes after dawn to shoot the locations devoid of traffic and members of the public. Whoa! To minimize disruption, so they just filmed these quickly, um, and they did it on digital um, uh, video cameras, and uh, um, and they did much of the movie digital with digital film. That's why it has a weird a weird look to it. Yeah, I um, was gonna ask. I was like, mm-hmm. and Eric was like, no, no, no. I think they did that on purpose. Yeah. To make it look blurry and yeah. Yeah, I, for 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 a while in the movie, I was like, is my is my internet just bugging out? Like, is it just going to be pixely and kind of weird? But that's it's it's purposeful. Um, and uh, um, there uh, there's also a moment where he walks by an overturned double decker bus. Yes. The film crew placed this bus on its side and removed it when the shot was finished, all within twenty minutes. Whoa. Yeah, and. I I only have limited experience on film sets. Um, what I can tell you from my experience is that it takes a long time to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I you know, I filmed uh, just some brief moments on Chicago Fire recently, and I'm on screen for 20 seconds, and the scene lasts for not long at all. And it took hours, you know, just hours and hours and hours. So... The fact that they had to do all of this stuff in in you know under an hour is pretty pretty remarkable. Um, That's really impressive. Yeah, yeah. He must have been really well organized. The staff, the crew, must have been like really on it. Yeah, well, it's it's also a pretty indie movie. I mean, it was made for like less than like eight million dollars or something, which is like wow. low, low, low um, in terms of budget. Um. Uh, yeah, $8 million budget. And, um, uh, so, and, and they were filming with digital cameras, so, you know, they could, they could do it pretty guerrilla style. Um, and, uh, uh, there's also a really interesting scene also in the beginning where he's wandering around. There's just like, there's like a wall of like missing persons. Yes. Posters. Yes. In one of the squares. Yeah. That was cool. Which is very, you know, that, that's, you saw that a lot after 9-11 where, you know, when people were looking for their loved ones and it was super sad but this hap this was before 9-11 he he this he shot that just before 9-11 wow that was kind of a an odd um coincidence coincidence yeah yeah anyway i just thought that was interesting um all of that um uh sort of because it is it's it's i was like is this a special effect how are they getting these street shots that that empty because yeah deserted and i've never been to london but i i i I know those locations just because of everybody everybody knows those yeah yeah that is so interesting Mm -hmm. mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah all right cool well um there was just some some uh, Some info about the movie um fast facts fast facts (laughs) (laughs) all right jenny we got some freddies for this movie we do. Okay. All right. What's your first Freddy? So first Freddy is best new wave zombie flicks. Best new wave zombie flick. Okay, cool. Yes. So I feel like there was a resurgence like around the 90s and I'm lumping 2002, 2003 in with the 90s. Sure. But yeah, I feel like uh, there was Dawn of the Dead. You know, there's obviously been like Zombieland and a bunch of other zombie movies. Oh, yeah. Recently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd say that this is probably the best one out of all of the new wave ones. You know, it's the most complex. Yeah. The best 
I say it's the best made. It's very well done. Best acted, not corny. Mm. Yeah. Has that human human being element mm -hmm. of like the bad guys or sometimes human beings, not even the zombies themselves. Mm -hmm. um, and then I also felt like it established that rules thing where you see that really coming out in new zombie movies about how people and characters have rules. Oh, like, um, uh, yeah. L like... Selena, yeah, Selena and Mark have rules where they're like, you only you don't go out at night, mm -hmm. you know, all your family are dead. You know, when you encounter a zombie, like you kill it automatically. Right, and if, if, if somebody you know is turned, you just kill them right now. Exactly. Don't, don't, no mercy. Yeah, no, no, no mercy, no time to think about it. Just fucking kill them. Just kill them. Ugh, brutal. brutal yeah, you're right. But, it's it's yeah. a great, it's it's a, it's the standard bearer for a lot of things. Like the running zombies are, you know, this movie does that extremely well. Oh, yeah. And the running, you're right. The running zombies is something new, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you, Matt. I appreciate it. Well done. It. Well done. I agree with you. I think that's a good one. Um, <laughs> um, my first Freddy here, I've got um, best use of silence. Um, I thought, uh, especially at the beginning when he's in the hospital, walking around the, the empty cities, it's just, it's just the silence is truly deafening. It's like, you know, when like the power goes out and it's just deadly quiet. Like yeah. even like you, you don't hear the the drone of your electronics or you know the lights outside are off you know it's just like there's nothing you won't hear anything and I thought this movie did silence really really well. I agree with you. Yeah, it's better than having some corny music where it's like oh okay something's mm -hmm. happening. Mm -hmm. They just kind of leave you with your own thoughts about what you think might be happening for yeah. a while. Yeah, yeah, it's true. All right, that was my first Freddy. What's your second first Freddy? Um, Cillian Murphy. Mm, mm -hmm. He's such a good guy. Such a he's, good actor. He's a great actor. He's a great actor. This is his first big movie. This was like his breakout role. Yeah, and I can see why he made such an impact with it. Because he is charismatic and charming, but he doesn't overdo it. He's mm -hmm. not traditionally handsome. Yeah. But when I was talking to Eric, I was like, I don't know. Something weirdly sexy about him. I don't know what it is. Yeah, totally. Yeah, so I think he was a really good protagonist. And he was complicated. Mm -hmm. He wasn't just one-dimensional. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Cillian Murphy. Shout agreed. out Cillian Murphy. Come agreed. on, dude. Very much agreed. Um, my second Freddy, and, and I, I won't, I won't uh, dive deep into it because we already talked about it, but just the mo most impressive empty cities. I, I, I don't know. I, I, they, they didn't use special effects for that. You know, they, they just... It, it, they just had empty ass cities and streets and that's amazing <laughs> yeah how, how how novel and 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 what coordination they they had f for that just and they did really the old-fashioned way to your yeah. point yeah yeah instead of using cgi to say oh it's empty yeah. they actually literally cleared out the cities of london like that's nuts it's, it's really 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 top-notch well done. Mm -hmm. um, and then still positive, but ending with really great villain. Oh, yeah, yeah. What's Christopher his, what's... Eccleston. Christopher Eccleston. Ex-Doctor Who guy. Doctor Who guy. Yeah. Are he's really good in this. Are you a Doctor Who? You know, I watched a couple of this guy's episodes, but I, mm -hmm. I think I might have watched the whole season with this guy, and I liked it, but I just didn't get into the rest of the series. Sure. 
yeah, I, I don't know. I just didn't have time. No, dude, didn't I, feel like committing. Maybe no. now is a good time to do that, but no judgment. I, I have no experience with Doctor Who whatsoever, so I, I just um, the people I just who watch it really good. like it. I know they do. There's a whole whole community of people that love Doctor Who. Far exactly. be it from me to to judge or, or say anything about it. And now you got your taste of Christopher Eccleston. Maybe he was you great. like right? He was great. Yeah, he was really, really a good a good villain. Yes. He didn't overplay it. He was pretty subtle. Mm-hmm. Almost like likable in a really weird way. Yeah, he's he he at least kind of made made it all make sense. Their sort of mindset or or their um, their motivations. I think yeah. I said it in, in another recent podcast too. But like a good villain is someone that makes good sense, and yes. this guy made sense to me. You can um, almost see his point where it's like, right, these guys have right. nothing else to live for. Right, right. Um, my final Freddy is, and uh, sorry, but I thought the the, ac- <laughs> the actor who played Hannah was bad to the bone. I just thought bad. She was corny. She was cornball. I just, I just don't, don't think. And I, I wrote, I, and I was trying to figure it out, and it was like everyone has to do the acting for her. Like everyone around her, like they're they're sort of overdoing. Like Hannah is this person in this movie that they take care of, and you know the the, the father Brendan Gleeson just loves his daughter. Yeah, and I'm like he's a little, it's a little much because she is so bad. Everyone has to kind of compensate for her. <laughs> and then she has and 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 I, I I I that line she delivers when her dad is shot. She's like, Dad, I remember seeing this movie in the theaters. And she said that line, and the whole theater burst out into laughter. Yes, because it is just—I don't—I don't understand. I mean, surely there had to be another take of a better delivery of that line. But I mean, damn! And she hasn't done anything since. She's apparently tried to be a pop star or something. Stop it! Really? She's released like two songs or something, and. I don't know. That's that's the extent of, of her. Wow, I never would have guessed that was the direction she was going to go. I mean, not acting. Not acting. <laughs> not if Matt has anything to say about it. No, I th- I thought she was I thought she was pretty brutally bad. She was kind of corny, like the scenes where she's like messing around with her dad. Yeah. You're like okay, yeah. but yeah, you're right. And then when she was like got high, mm-hmm. when Selena like got her high, she was on a bunch of Valium. Right. Yeah. Right. That that was honestly the most believable part because she didn't have to do anything. She just had to be like, what? Uh, uh. She was out of it. And I'm like, you've been out of it this whole fucking movie. This, this whole movie, finally, kid. Finally, this, this, this concept works because you don't have to emote. Um. Do you know how old she was? I don't know. Uh, 14. I was about to say. She, she was young. She was young. And look, I, you know. Going after a 14-year-old. I am not. She was born in 86. So in 2002, she would have been... She's Bob's age. Uh, yeah, she, she's... Um, uh, uh, yeah, under 20. Okay, okay. So she's probably like 18, 17, something like that. Uh, well, 2002. She was 16. She was 16. 15 or 16 when, when they filmed this. Well, I mean, that's old enough to act well. Yeah, Definitely. Yeah, and she was like 13, 14, and something different. But you're right. She's old enough to act, to be able to act. Mm-hmm. 
All right, I'll give you that. That and I, that's rare for me. I don't. I don't usually trash no, actors in this. You don't. I, I. I thought she was kind of unusually bad. So anyway. I agree with you there. I get. I get you. I, I back um, you up. All right. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, then let's move into our review roundup here. Um, uh, what's our first? Uh, scary or not? How many hockey masks would you give this, Jenny? Ah, you know, there's the jump scares. Mm-hmm. There's a few. I'd say 3.25. 3.25. I might even go up to 3.5. 3.5. Yeah, you know, I I, I, I had 3.5 for this as well. Um, it's it's pretty daggone scary for much the of it. But they're are scary. The, Yes, and then the people kind of turn into the scary monsters at the end. And then the last half of the movie, when you do encounter the infected or whatever, you're almost rooting for them because they're coming after the bad guys. Exactly. They're going to get revenge on the bad guys for all the rest of us. Right. So I think the first half of the movie is way scarier than the second half of the movie, just in terms of, like, zombie scares. Yeah, in terms of pump up, like, jump up scares, yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So... Yeah, I, I agree with you. Three point three point five is what we'll we'll, we'll land to that. Okay. Um, bloody or gory? How many buckets of blood would you give? There this? were it was a lot of blood. It's like a uh-huh. blood based mm-hmm. movie because the infection travels in the blood. I'd say three point five. Mm, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, what about you? I'm tempted to go for the eye gouging. The eye gouging was so gnarly, and then ev- the 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 infected they just like spew blood from their mouth. Yeah, it's true. I could but, go higher than three point five. That's true. I mean, but it's not over the top. Yes, think, it's not violent to be violent. Right, and I think I think for for it to be four or an above, it needs to be like egregious. And I thought it was I thought it was like appropriately violent. Is it yeah, most it's a rage violent? Disease. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm actually gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna agree with you again. What? Three point five. I'm gonna give it three. I'm gonna land at three point five. Holy moly! Agreement. Agreement again. Well, now we get to good or bad dead virgins. Good or bad. This we may. I don't know if we'll agree or disagree. I don't know. I was gonna give it like a four point five. God damn it. I was I ah! 4.5. I have 4.5. Yes. Wow, well, Matt. Movie. It's a really really good movie. It is it's really well made, interesting. In well spite acted. of Hannah's garbage acting. Yeah. I think, I think um I think it's a really good movie. I mean this this is this movie is on a lot of like top lists of the decade and horror movies and et cetera, et cetera. It's just a a, a great movie. It has something to say about yes. society and politics and uh it's just it's just a damn good movie i i really enjoyed it i i was i was watching it and i was like man this is my kind of movie right here yeah exactly you can rewatch it anytime yeah i i, I could definitely rewatch this movie oh good we're disagreeing on so many things matt it's just i mean so far so far um so far yeah all right great well how would i convince Katie to watch oh. this with me. How would you convince Eric to watch this with you? I've got an easy answer for this one, so maybe you should go first. Oh shit! Well. Oh shit. Um. I mean, Cillian Murphy's in it. He's handsome and cool. 
Um, he is handsome. Like, that's a particular type, though. Yeah. Yeah. I think Katie generally goes for like the Thor, the Chris Helmsworth type. I mean, I am more of a Cillian Murphy than I am a Chris Hemsworth. It's true. That's true. I um. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're being, You are. That's true. I mean, I'll I give mean, you that. I, so so who knows? I also think um. Fuck, there's no way. I mean, the sexual slavery thing is really rough. No. I mean, no. the men get their comeuppance, but it's it's a tough it's a tough sell. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. I can't. This is this one is right out for Katie. This one is too, and also like right now, not a good timing. Mm-mm, mm-mm. No, she would definitely not want to watch this. No, I was like, do you? Because I, I, I would kind of be interested in watching the movie Outbreak right now. Yeah. But Katie was like, "Are you crazy?" <laughs> you could. Um, oh, I, you I could can, watch Contagion, sure. where like Gwyneth Paltrow dies. Mm-hmm. That's like my favorite part of that movie. <laughs> It's the favorite part of everybody's. That's everybody's favorite part of that movie. Like we've been waiting for it. Anyway, sure. Outbreak's a good one, though. I mean, Outbreak. Dustin Hoffman, Rene yeah, Russo. I, I liked Outbreak. I remember liking that movie. Um, how would you convince Eric to watch this? So interestingly enough, on Friday night, he had like had a few beers, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Let's watch Twenty Eight Days Later together." Whoa. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, you want to watch this movie first off, and mm-hmm. you want to watch... I was just like, what? But he had had four beers. Okay. <laughs> so maybe that also played into it. I also think he might have fallen asleep. Oh, sure. Okay. But I don't know. He actually wanted to watch it. It might also be an effect of being... He's been in quarantine for like three weeks. Mm-hmm. Well, self self-isolation for three right, weeks. right. So, I don't know. I can't believe it. I'm amazed. Did he like it? He did. He likes it. I think he had seen it before. Okay, wow. Yeah, I was pretty surprised by that. Incredible. It was such an about face. But then I was like, well, it is like a weird time. Mm -hmm. He is super duper bored. Sure, sure. So there you go. I already, he already did. I didn't even have to convince him. Didn't have to convince him. Wow. The work was done for you. Well, that's I actually good. tried to unconvince him. I was like, are you sure you want to do this? Because I didn't want to hear him complain about it if he didn't like it. Interesting. I think four beers will get you to do just about anything. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I and they're like Katie really heavy beers. beers. Yeah, I could give Katie four beers and she'd be up for a shit movie like this. Or not a shit movie, but like a, um, a yeah. movie that I'm like, Katie, it's a good movie. And she'd be like, all right, fuck it. Four beers. Let's roll. Exactly. I'd love to say like four beers is probably the sweet spot. Yeah, four beers is a, is a nice sweet spot. Yeah. 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 After there that, you, go, you start getting drunk. Um, to say, after that, you fall asleep on the couch. But yeah, yeah. Wow, good stuff. Good stuff. Um, all right. Well, we have a final segment here called "What Pairs Well with This Movie." Um, you had a you you had a thought on this, Jenny. Why don't you? Go yeah, ahead? they allude to it in the movie when they give him like a soda. They give Jim a soda. Mm-hmm. Selena and Mark do, and they're like, you know, and he's like, "Is there anything I could have besides a soda?" And they were like, "No, all that's left is sodas." Mm. So this movie, what I think it would pair best with was like a glass of fresh water. <laughs> like this movie made me want to drink like a bunch of water because mm. I feel like there's nothing worse. Then when you want water and you can't have it. Well, yeah, that that is brutal. Yeah. Yeah, and you're stuck with a bunch of sodas and crap like that. Mm, yeah. 
that's interesting because I was gonna say that I think this movie pairs well with like a like a Pepsi. They kept drinking Pepsi in this movie. Oh. And I was like, man, when's the last time I had a Pepsi? So you wanted to drink soda after you watched this movie? Well, not not after I watched it. Like during the movie, I I could. I could drink a I got a, a cola, like a nice Pepsi cola. Wow, know? we have the exact opposite reaction. Interesting. It is interesting. We don't see we don't agree on everything. Jenny. We don't agree on everything, which is the point of this podcast. That's right. So so I had a question for you. Are you and maybe you don't care cuz you maybe you don't drink sodas, but like Pepsi versus Coke, where are you at? Where do you land? Well, you know in Texas we call everything Cokes, right? We do that in Virginia. Yeah, like get me a Coke. But yeah. they're like, what kind of Coke? And then you're like, a Sprite. Right, right. Yeah, totally, totally. I know exactly yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, so Eric always thought that was super weird. Um, but I'm more of, weird, of a, but... I mean, like, besides that, I'm more of a Coke person. Okay. Yeah, yeah. what are you? Are you a Pepsi person? No, no, I'm, I'm more of a Coke person. But but sometimes a nice Pepsi is is good. I don't know. We, we grew up, I grew up with Pepsi. Mom Mom always drank Pepsi. We so we always always had Pepsi in the house, um, and then, um, and the, so <laughs> it's interesting. Mom would have Pepsi, Dad would have Coke. So I'd go to Dad's, and I'd we would have Coke in the fridge, <laughs> and so uh, so Coke was almost like a, a treat because <laughs> I didn't yeah. see Dad as much as I saw Mom. Um, so I don't know if that has something to do with it anymore. I would I reach for a Coke. Wow, that's funny. Yeah. I never would have guessed that. Nah, I don't know. <laughs> I have not. I've not been really drinking a lot of soda. I've cut way back, um, and if I do have soda in the house, but it's Sprite. I like Sprite now. Yeah, yeah. Like probably not as likely to like rot your teeth and destroy well, your stomach lining. Yeah, maybe. Uh, and it's it's quote unquote caffeine free, even though it's full of sugar. Um, uh, I don't know. It, yeah, it's clear. It doesn't feel as harsh. I don't know. I used to be straight up addicted to Coke. I, I would have one every morning. Oh, yeah. I've got nurses who do that. Ugh, terrible. Yeah, like two Cokes a day. And I'm like, oh, it's so bad for your stomach and your wow. teeth. Yeah, wow. Mm. But that's okay. To each their own. Totally. There totally. are worse things to do. Yeah. I mean, I like put... sexual slavery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right very much very much so that is way worse that is way worse um well on that note um i think this was a fun this was a fun episode this was a fun movie highly it was recommended. a fun one highly yeah recommended. recommended just maybe watch at your own risk during coronavirus but yeah 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 but it's a good it's a good rona movie i would say yeah that's true that's uh, true okay well that's this week's spooky scary uh i think it was a good one so yeah, everybody be nice to each other. Jesus wept. I saw a werewolf with a Chinese menu in his hand Walking through the streets of Soho in the rain He was looking for the place called Lee Ho Fuchs Gonna get a big dish of beef chow mein
prowling around your kitchen door.